CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. It is Saturday, August 6th, and we have another emergency commitment episode here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Top 24-7 wide receiver Sheldon Sampson, the fourth-ranked player in the state of Louisiana, has decided to come home or has decided to stay home, I should say, and commit to Brian Kelly and LSU. Joining me now to discuss this huge get for the Tigers is Sonny Ship of 24-7 Sports. Go to 247.com. Sonny, thanks so much for coming on. First and foremost, what's your initial reaction to Sheldon Sampson staying home and joining LSU's 2023 class? Well, always a pleasure, and it's a good day on the bayou. Uh, obviously, fall camp started on Thursday, and so that's kind of been the been the focus amongst the LSU fan base. But, man, recruiting has just taken off over this past month. And with all of the commitments in the class jumping from 49th all the way up to 10th, and then with Shelton Sampson's going to go higher, just in the, just a big-time pickup. And, 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 and it kind of reinforces what Brian Kelly had, had mentioned when he took the LSU job, that Louisiana was going to be a priority. And with all of the out-of-state commitments that the uh, that this class has reeled in so far, people were start, fans were starting to kind of wonder like, okay, when's the focus going to be on Louisiana? Well, I think you see it now. And keeping a five-star, yes, he's in your backyard in Baton Rouge, but if you go back and if you look at Brian Kelly's, although it was an incomplete re- first recruiting cycle, there were a lot of guys who got out of the state, uh, especially late in the process. And so I think this is big in multiple ways, and, and it really just kind of starts to build a little bit of momentum that I see coming now on the Louisiana recruiting landscape. Yeah, we know Louisiana is a is a talent-rich state, and it's important for Brian Kelly uh, to keep as much of that talent at home at LSU. And Samson becomes LSU's highest-rated in-state commit in a top 10 class already that's only going to move up in the rankings with Samson in it. There were hosts of recruiting powers involved for Samson, like Florida State, Texas A&M, Alabama, and others. I'm assuming wide receivers coach Cortez Hankton played quite the role in this recruitment, as well as Brian Kelly himself. How was LSU able to close the deal with Samson and beat out some of those other schools previously mentioned? Yeah, I think you have to start with Cortez Hampton, obviously Brian Kelly. You look at Mike Denbrock, the offensive coordinator, Joe Sloan, the quarterback's coach. But I think with Samson, you really saw a collective effort from the staff. It was really all of the coaches being involved, the recruiting specialists from Jordan Arsamont to Sherman Wilson to, uh, you know, to, to Destiny Wilson, the coordinator, coordinator of high school uh, recruiting activities, just, just an all around I think an all-around effort that it took because, you know, Florida State, you look at Florida State, they had his former high school head coach at Catholic of Baton Rouge, Guy Fertitta, on their uh, on their staff in their recruiting department. And then you look at Texas A&M, Texas A&M, is, it seems like, is always a factor for, for most of the highly uh, rated prospects at this time. And then, uh, you know, of course, Alabama also has a ton to offer. Look at their past. Look at what they've done, the tradition they have, the national championships. And so I think it really 
took that collective effort to be able to, you know, not really convince, but make Samson realize that, hey, you know, the future, LSU has always put out a ton of wide receivers. The future is going to be bright. This is what the offense is going to look like. And we need you to kind of come in and be a catalyst in this class, not only for Louisiana, but also overall. Because when you when you add a guy like Shelton Sampson Jr. to a guy like Jalen Brown out of Florida, man, all of a sudden you've got a pretty dynamic one-two punch at the receiver position. Yeah, absolutely. And we know, again, LSU's how good they are at putting out receivers, uh, especially as of late. Obviously, some of the best receivers in the league right now are from LSU, notably Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, obviously Odell Beckham Jr. Um, as well. So, Sonny, I'll get you out of here on this one. Samson is LSU's highest ranked in-state commit. I mentioned that. He's the highest ranked wide receiver in the class, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite rankings. What kind of receiver do you think he projects to in college? And do you think he could be a guy that makes an early impact in his time at Baton Rouge? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, making an early impact, first off, you've, you've, you've got to have some, uh, you know, some room to be able to make that impact. Kayshawn Butte, all signs are that he's going to leave after this year. Jeray Jenkins, another projected starter. He'll be gone too. So that's two projected starters that are going to be gone out of the wide receiver room right there. So that's going to automatically really give anyone who has a chance, who can play and who can ball out at that level, it's going to give them an opportunity to come in and play. But I think with Shelton, when you look at him, and if you look at, at what we've seen players do over their first summer in Baton Rouge, you know, he's a, he's a guy who could very well be 200, 205 pounds by the time Paul Kent starts. Still have that speed, that long stride that he has. And I think he's absolutely a guy that you could look at as a, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's a potential impact player, but he's a guy who's going to play early. And I think he's a guy that, you know, at the end of the year, you look at it, 20, 25, 30 receptions, go back and look at what Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., all those guys did in their first year. They didn't really tear it up their first year, but they got on the field. They made plays. They got experience. And I think that's what you can kind of, that's what I kind of look for out of Samson, you know, a guy who's definitely going to play early. And as that first year goes along, you'll start to see him progress into that playmaker. You can check out Sonny on Twitter at SonnyShip247 and make sure to check out Go247 for everything LSU football and recruiting for Sonny Ship. I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to this emergency commitment episode on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast as top 247 wide receiver Shelton Sampson has decided to stay home and play for the LSU Tigers. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.